Yeah. Hello, everyone. My name is Shelby. I'm a compulsive overeater. I also say that, you know, I'm a restrictor because I am your yo-yo dieter. I have yo-yo dieted since I was 16 years old, and that is my story. Uh, I have been in program for seven years, and I consider myself abstinent for six years. And uh, yeah, my story is basically I was either gaining weight or losing weight, you know, my entire life before I came. Before I came. All right. Are we good? Okay. Back to the story. <laughs> so um, yeah, gaining weight, losing weight. Um, I could never maintain my weight at all. Like it was one way and as soon you know you know how it is you lose all the weight and then as soon as you get to your goal weight you start gaining it back there were periods where you know i was able to maintain it for maybe six months you know if i was lucky but usually something would you know uh have me off and running either one way or another and um i used to bring and i used to have this part where i i've you know, charted my weight my entire life, you know, and uh, it was literally like the chart was like it, my weight was up, my weight was down, my weight was up, my weight was down. I mean, that's that's exactly what it looked like. And um, I even like, you know, marked up certain dates, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what it is it, what is it <laughs> that's making me, you know, like with these extremes, highs and lows you know, why can't I figure this out? You know, um, those of you that know that I'm, I'm a scientist, I'm actually a geologist and that's how I figure things out, right? You know, look at the data, you know, be a scientist, try to figure this out. And this is something that's baffled me my entire life, you know, and um, I, uh, I also say that, you know, I can kind of consider myself like a hundred pounder because I may not have lost, you know, 100 pounds all at one period of time, but I have lost definitely over 100 pounds over that, you know, gaining and losing and gazing and losing, you know, it's well over 100 pounds for sure. So, um, you know, um, I, I came to program, you know, after I actually was listening to podcasts and I was listening I would occasionally like, you know, call into phone meetings and I was only listening, you know, and it took me about a, it took me about a year to actually get into the rooms of Skivvy. And I say this because I think it's important, you know, that people know that it's okay to call in and listen and not participate, you know, because, you know, when you're ready, you're ready you know, and maybe one day you'll speak up or one day you'll go into the rooms of Skivvy and meet us in person. But, you know, cause yeah, it took me, it took me a long time to get into the rooms. It took me, you know, time to convince myself that that's where I needed to be, you know, and it wasn't until I was working with a therapist and he recommended a support group and I'm like, okay, all right, well, I'm going to go to OA and I got into the rooms and that's when I really knew that this was the place I needed to be and I needed to stay.
you know, um, it was at that point I found a community and the people in the room just, they lit up the room, you know, they were struggling just like me. And um, it wasn't so much that everybody had a perfect body, you know, and it was that I finally felt like as if I had found my people, you know? So, you know, because when I came in, you know, at my bottom, you know, I was depressed. I had anxiety. Um, my husband was cheating on me and, you know, I was gaining weight and I was fearful that my life was just going to tumble out of control. And it was tumbling out of control. You know, I was completely miserable. You know, um, my entire life, I had been struggling to try to fit this ideal that had been, you know, um, that I was taught that women have to look a certain way and they have to have a certain body and they have to act a certain way. And that's how you become, you know, the ideal woman. And that was reinforced in my family. And, um, and then I went ahead and got into a relationship that was, that reinforced that, you know, where my ex-husband was, you know, he would be very mean if I wasn't at my ideal weight, you know, and he also was very, he had his issues, you know, and we just kind of fed off of each other, you know, and, uh, he had his issues with food. I had my issues with food and it was just an awful, you know, um, relationship where, you know, we both had our issues and we didn't know how to figure it out. So it, it just brought me down to my knees, you know, and uh, yeah, they say that, you know, you know, failures, like, you know, the times when you have the biggest changes in your life. And for sure, that was for me, you know, um, I am, I have recently actually been doing a project and I've been like scanning pictures, uh, you know, because the majority of my pictures are not like, you know, online or on CD and everything. So I'm going over all these old pictures. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take months, right? And I'm looking at all these pictures and I'm like, oh my God, you know, I was, I, I know a lot of folks can relate to this. I was so skinny and I never knew it because in my head, I wasn't good enough. It just, what I could not see it, could not appreciate it, had that body dysmorphia that we have, you know, um, we just can't see ourselves for who we are, you know, and I posted this actually on the Facebook, um, our Skivvy, you know, Facebook group. And I thought it was really funny. You know, it was this meme that said, you know, you know, I am pissed because I spent my skinny years thinking I was fat, <laughs> you know, and that for me, it was, uh, was so true. You know, I'm still pissed. <laughs> and um yeah you know uh, but you know thank god for for program and thank god that you know i am here now uh, because now i get to work on those things my body image issues are are still something that i struggle with today um i was able to do like this um somebody brought me through like this scanning exercise not too long ago where um 
you know how we always fantasize about being skinny, you know, and when we get there, it's all going to be great. My life is going to be perfect and everything's just going to fall into place. And I don't know why it is that I still buy into this fantasy because I have been skinny. You know what? And I've had the ideal body and my life was a wreck, you know, and nothing was perfect and I was miserable. But for whatever reason, I still have myself convinced that that is the way that things have to be, right? You know, this exercise is really, really interesting because you kind of get into like a meditative state and you walk yourself through this fantasy where unlike, you know, you actually see yourself as, you know, a larger person, you see yourself as, you know, very large in a crowded room and or at a party or something like that. And you kind of start thinking about like, you know, how you feel, you know, being in a larger body, you know, around all these other people, you know, what, what would you say? I mean, are you shy? Do you not talk to anybody? Or, you know, do you hide in a corner? Do you wait for people to talk to you? Or are you able to talk to people and actually be more comfortable, you know, or I don't know, like everybody's experience is a little bit different. And what I kind of realized and what this exercise kind of helps you realize is that, you know, for some of us, maybe not all, you know, that there is, there's kind of an advantage to carrying the extra weight. And what came out for me was the fact that I had this, this desire to be seen without a body. You know, I had this desire to be seen as just Shelby. And I didn't want to be looked at for that or judged for that. You know, I just wanted people to see me for who I was. And, you know, I didn't want the lure of men, you know, and I didn't want them to see my body before they saw me, you know, and, and even with women, I didn't want women to judge me because we all know as women, we are really hard on ourselves and others. We're very judgmental. People are, women are catty. Women gossip, you know, behind our backs. We tear women down and we don't lift them up, you know, and it's, it's something that, you know, I myself have worked on, have to work on because really what that, where that comes from is a place of self-consciousness, right? That's why, you know, women do that is because of our own issues, you know, and I just, I thought that was just a, an amazing exercise to really see, you know, um, because I've, I've done the skinny fantasy, you know, <laughs> every day I do the skinny fantasy in my head, you know, and, and that's, it's funny that when we did that exercise as well, that there were also positives and negatives to being skinny as well, you know, um, and but never had I ever done something like that where, you know, I'd ever thought, you know, there, there you know, I always thought there was, there's never any advantages to being overweight in this society. You know, we are ostracized. We are judged for being lazy. You know, we, you know, that's not something anybody would want on anybody. Right. But, um, but in fact, you know, deep down inside and subconsciously, I think I do have these things that I hold on to, it's something of a comfort, right? So I know that may not make sense to some people, but you know, it, it made sense to me. Uh, today, you know, in my program, you know, um, I sponsor 
I have a sponsor. I'm accountable with my meals. I know that's very helpful to me. You know, um, I have a sponsor where we work, you know, the steps and we work on those kinds of things. And then I have, I guess you would call it a food sponsor, you know, where I'm accountable to my meals. And I think that's important for me, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, you know, I, I you know, it's just very simple. You know, I don't get into too much detail. Just this is what I ate for lunch. This is what I ate for, you know, dinner. You know, um, for me, that's important because otherwise I, I hide, you know, and I, and I won't tell you, you know, what I'm doing and I won't tell you how I'm eating. And um, I think it's important to be accountable. Um, I've had, I, I've discussed this before. I've had, you know, uh, moments and periods of food freedom you know, in program, but I have yet to be able to sustain that, you know, and I know there's people in this program that are able to do it, but that's still something that I'm working on, but I have experienced it, you know, um, but it's still something I, it, that eludes me long-term. Uh, I have now a God of my understanding. I have a God now that is on my terms. You know, I no longer subscribe to like an organized religion, but I could not be happier. And I, and this is what I loved about, you know, today's reading, you know, about how God works in mysterious ways. Today, I was completely unprepared. I'll be quite honest. I had no idea what I was going to say. And that's very unlike me because, um, uh, yeah, I just have to always be prepared for things. And uh, thank you. Uh, work has been crazy lately to the point where I have been questioning whether or not I should quit my job, you know, and um, it's been so stressful for the last three or four months that I was miserable, utterly miserable in my job. But it's, it's really not the job necessarily. It's not the people that I work with. I work with some great people. You know, it's really the client. I don't know if you guys have ever had a, just a terrible client who's really abusive, but um, this, um, thank God for program, because I think if I had not been in program, I would be binging my, you know, my guts out, or I would be restricting, I'd be one or the other, you know, um, because uh, that, that, that's the life I lived before program, you know, and um, another lesson learned, you know, since my divorce, and I've discussed this before, you know, Thank God I was in program during that divorce, you know, because now that I'm single, you know, I can see my part where, you know, I, and when I was married, you know, and in my disease, I couldn't see my part. It was all his fault. It was all his fault. He was the reason why I was so miserable. He was the reason why I was, you know, not able to, you know, maintain my weight. You know, it was all his fault. And it, Thank God for a program that I could see that, you know, um, where I could see my part, you know, and I know that's kind of hard to think that, you know, um, taking on that responsibility might be, you know, hard, but for me, it, there was kind of a sense of freedom because now I realize that it's in my control rather than, you know, or, or in God's control, you know, not in somebody else who is, you know, wrecking my life, you know, so that to me was, you know, really important. Um, today, I have really great relationships, you know, 
um, I may not be at that ideal weight, but I think I'm happier now than I've ever been, you know, and that, that thin fantasy of life will be perfect, you know, when I get skinny, you know, doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be when I get skinny anymore. It's now, you know, and uh, I don't think I would have ever been in that state of mind had mm -hmm. I not been in this program, you know, and then I think my last plug I'll give is, you know, since being in program and the things I'm thankful for are, is also service. You know, I think people think that oftentimes in service that it's, it's all about what we give back to the program and not about what service gives us. And I have just been very thankful for everything that service has given me, um, either at the meeting level or at the board level, you know, um, I'm on the Skivvy board and uh, just the things that I've learned, you know, it's made me a better person and it's made me better at my work and it, it, and it helps me with my program because, you know, being on the board has helped me how to negotiate better. <laughs> it's taught me patience, you know, it, it taught me listening skills, you know, how to really listen to people, you know, and not just interject yourself into the situation, you know, um, being treasurer has taught me how to basically budget a small business. I bet you I could probably go out on my own now and, you know, be my own business now with all the service that I have done because I know how to develop a website. I work on your guys' website. I know how to, you know, um, you know, work a social media program because I work, I do the social media, you know, I have learned so many things and I'm just thankful for that. You know, if, if you want a better program, a more enriched program, I suggest service. Because it's not just about like that, the fact that it'll make you more accountable and it'll get you to the meeting, you know, or make you keep coming back. And that's a huge advantage. You know, um, there is just so much that, you know, service has given back to me, you know, and I'm just really thankful for that. And I think, I think that's it. I think I'm going to wrap it up. Um, thank you for listening and thank you for letting me share. <laughs>